my family thank you so much for tuning in to the cornerstone podcast presented by global grace ministries my name is francis hueso and today we will conclude our series understanding timings and seasons this episode is entitled counting our days to gain wisdom in my youth i thought i wanted wisdom i wanted to be wise but i was not willing to go out of my way to pursue it i was immature and in my lack of maturity i didn't value it as i should have but now it is something I consider more valuable than gold, which is what Proverbs 16:16 16 tells us about wisdom. In the last few weeks, the Lord has been bringing to mind Psalms 90, verse 12. I have been meditating on it. Since we have been speaking about the timing of God, I would like to share with you what the Lord put in my heart about it. Psalms 90, verse 12 reads, Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalms 90 is unique. It is believed that Moses wrote it. Yes, the same Moses that took the children of Israel out of Egypt. It is the oldest psalm and is considered a prayer. Here Moses is asking God to help his people realize how short their lives are and how important it is not to waste time. He asked God to help his people count or value their days in order for them to gain wisdom. Wisdom was essential to Moses. The last thing Moses did for Joshua, his successor before he died, was to lay hands on him so that the spirit of wisdom that resided in him could reside in Joshua. Go with me to Deuteronomy 34, 9, which says, Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid hands on him, so the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Every leader needs wisdom, and all of us in one way or another are in leadership. We might not have nations following us, but we have employees, congregations, or family members who depend on our direction, and for that we need wisdom. The best way to invest our lives is to search for wisdom. The longer I live, the more I think that the primary purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives is to help us mature. He does all he can to help us grow or mature, and wisdom comes with the maturity of our spirit. I used to think that people gain wisdom by just living, and that every older person was wise, but sadly I was wrong. I know many older people who are fools, and I know some young people who are very wise. The Bible talks about different kinds of wisdom. There is the spirit of wisdom, the gift of wisdom. There is a secular wisdom, the wisdom the Holy Spirit gives us for salvation according to 2 Timothy 3.15 and the wisdom we gain by seeking it. This is the wisdom that the book of Proverbs talks about and this is the wisdom I believe Moses was talking about when he wrote Psalms 90. I like how Charles Stanley defines this type of wisdom. He says that wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective and respond according to scriptural principles. Wisdom allows to see things from God's point of view and to act according to biblical principles. No wonder it is more valuable than gold. It helps us avoid trouble. 
think about all the benefits that wisdom brought to King Solomon. Because of his wisdom, he was one of the few kings of Israel that lived in total peace. After his death, the country was divided, but during his reign, the kingdom was united. Solomon enjoyed prosperity every day of his life, and his prosperity was not just for him, but also for his people. Go with me to Second Chronicles 1.15, which says, The king made silver and gold as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Can you imagine a country so wealthy that silver and gold are as common as stones? Solomon was so rich that he forged shields out of gold. He did not use them for he lived peacefully, but even his weapons were expensive. He built a majestic temple for God. Once that temple was destroyed, Israel could never rebuild the temple with the same splendor. Therefore, a person's wisdom benefits not only the wise person, but also his family and the people around them. Now, some of you might think that no other human will ever be as wise as Solomon was, and you are right. God promised him that no one had been or will ever be as wise as he, but that does not mean we cannot be wise enough to have the blessings he had. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 4, 6, that as children of God, if we walk in wisdom, we can live peacefully and protected lives. Look at what Proverbs 29, 11 says. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. My family, with the fear and frustration most people are living nowadays, if we are wise, we can bring people peace. Recently, I watched a woman lose her temper with a store clerk. The poor clerk was probably tired and mishandled the situation. Instead of calming the enraged customer, she added fuel to her fire. Since we were all stuck waiting for this woman's problem to be solved, I had no other option but to wait until the manager came. And with a couple of phrases, this man calmed the lady down. Another benefit of wisdom is prosperity. Proverbs 19.8 tells us, The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. Not every wise person is as rich as Solomon, but they are prosperous. Remember that prosperity means much more than financial riches. I know people who have all the money they want but live in misery. But the wise love life. They see life from God's perspective. Something else that I consider a great blessing of wisdom is that wise people do not have foolish friends. Proverbs 18.2 tells us that fools find no pleasure in wisdom. This means that fools run from you if you are a wise person, which in my book is a blessing. Foolish people attract problems. Before I go on, I need to tell you that just as I was wrong to think that every older person must be wise, another misconceived idea about wisdom is that intelligent and educated people are wise. Sadly, that is not always true. I know many smart, educated people who lived unwisely, and I also know people who may not be as smart or have higher education, but they are wise, and their lives show it. With this, I'm not saying that intelligent, educated people cannot be wise. I have the pleasure of knowing many of them. 
I am saying that sometimes we think that because people are smart or educated that they must be wise, but that is not always the case. So now that we have discussed some of the benefits of wisdom, the question is, how do we invest our lives to gain wisdom? James 1.5 tells us, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I used to read this verse and thought that to grow in wisdom, all I had to do was to ask God for it. I am not sure exactly how I thought God would give it to me, but I remember asking for wisdom many times. I knew that God gives us wisdom if we ask for it, but I did not know that it was up to us to retain it and walk in it, and that is not so easy to do. Did you know that to retain iron, our bodies need vitamin C? It is true. Iron is better absorbed with vitamin C. On the other hand, grains and dairy hinder the absorption of iron. So if you are anemic and are taking iron, please do not take it with milk because if you do, you are wasting it. Why am I talking about iron on a podcast about wisdom? Because like our bodies need vitamin C to absorb iron, we need a few things to retain the wisdom that God gives us. Psalms 111 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. To have wisdom, we need to respect God. A wise person understands that we are God's creation. He is our creator and therefore we should treat him as such. Before the COVID restrictions started, I visited a church where people came into the sanctuary with sandwiches and cokes as if they were going to watch a performance or a movie. Call me old-fashioned, but that bothered me. I will leave it at that, but please remember that the first step towards wisdom is to respect the Lord. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. To have wisdom, we need to listen to advice and accept instruction. People of God, sometimes when we are intelligent, young, and capable, looking for advice or accepting instruction does not come naturally. But wise people always do. They have mentors or people they could seek counsel from. They understand that there are people who know more than they know and have more experience than they have and they surround themselves with such people. I always pray for God to send me good mentors, and when I find them, I do my best to value them. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble there is wisdom. Humility attracts wisdom. Only the fools are prideful. You will never see a wise person who is prideful. My family, Christ is the Lord of Lords, but he is our best example of humility and wisdom. But let's move on. Another thing that it is crucial to have wisdom is prudence. Proverbs 8.12 tells us, I wisdom dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. Did you hear that? Wisdom lives with prudence, which means that only the prudent can walk in wisdom. Our Heavenly Father gives us wisdom if we ask for it. We cannot produce it, but to have it, we need to develop prudence. 
Prudence is not given. It is developed. It comes through our spiritual growth. It requires time. I have a very strong personality and sadly, I did not develop prudence in my youth. Some people come to Christ and get delivered from things like alcoholism, promiscuity, and different addictions. But I was saved when I was eight years old, and those were not my issues. My strongholds were things like impatience, a judgmental heart, and a big mouth that used to speak before I took the time to think what I should say. Thank God for the blood of Jesus and for the transformation of the Holy Spirit, who never gives up on us. A few years ago, I was asking God for wisdom, and the Holy Spirit told me I needed to grow in prudence. I obviously had read Proverbs before, but I have never understood the correlation between prudence and wisdom. Since I failed to learn about prudence the easy way, the Lord loved me enough to send me a young woman who pushed all my buttons. At first, I thought she was an assignment of the devil sent to my life to destroy it. But once I got tired of rebuking that assignment and asking God to send her back the way she came from, the Holy Spirit showed me how she was sent to me as a teacher. She was in my life to help me develop prudence. Instead of me reacting every time she did something that drove me crazy, I needed to be prudent and not allow my flesh to get the best of me. It was a hard lesson to learn. Prudence is not something we developed overnight. It is developed by taking our cross every day and following Jesus. Nevertheless, I now thank God for sending that person to me. It showed me my need and revealed that wisdom lives only in a place where prudence also dwells. So if you're asking God for wisdom, please remember that to walk in it, we also need to respect God to seek understanding, accept counsel, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us develop the humble and prudent heart. In addition, child of God, I hope you understand that to do all that, we need the Word of God. The Holy Spirit speaks through the Bible, so if we want to hear His voice, we better read it and hear it. If we invest time doing that, we will bring wisdom to our hearts. I wish I could spend weeks sharing more with you about wisdom and the timing of God, but I pray that this series stirs a hunger in you to study more on the subject. If you have questions regarding what we cover or a prayer request you would like to share with my team and I, please email us at info at globalgraceministries.com. It is always a joy to hear from you. If our podcast has blessed you, please help us by promoting it with your family and friends.